0: This is the Chicago Podcast Network. Hey, everybody! This is AJ here on the Chicago Podcast Network. Um, you can always follow us on, on Facebook at Chicago Podcast Network. Um, you can also email us also at chi- Chicago Podcast Network at gmail.com. and you know follow us also on Twitter at Shitown um, Podcast One. Uh, you know this has been such. Interesting times that we're in. We have the election going on, and you know, all you've heard us babbling about Trump and Hillary and all that great stuff. You heard our night's shows about those lovely debates and other clusterfucks that we've been dealing with and everything. But I gotta tell you something interesting has happened amongst the Chicago Podcast Network family. Uh, you see, ladies and gentlemen, there's a fever in the air. No, it's not cowbell fever. I wish it was cowbell fever. <sighs> but there, there's a particular person in our family. He, he's, he's getting chills. Um, he's almost vomiting, if, if it were. And um, almost. I don't know if he's actually sick or he is sick that the Cubs are actually in the World Series. I'm referring to our beloved Nick Sarantos. And I think Nick is with us. Nick, are you there? I mean, I. Oh, the little there, chicks
1: with the crimson lips say Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Are we okay? No, we're not okay. Why would we be okay? We are not okay. Messages every morning. Hey, the Cubs are in the World Series from all my all my buddies. Hey, did you watch the game? Hey, did you see the game? My buddy Dave, one of my best friends in the world, shows up at places now and just goes, hey. How you doing? You watched the game last night? I watched the game last night. We're recording this, ladies and gentlemen, on Wednesday, October twenty sixth. You bet your ass I watched the game last night. What was the final score of that game in World Game One of the World Series? Oh yeah, six to nothing. Cleveland. I am rooting for Cleveland. If you saw my personal Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, you will know that my response to this is Cleveland. I am rooting for Cleveland. Like some damn Ohio yokel, I am rooting for the Cleveland Indians.
0: Yeah, but when you did that, you you made it sound like because the Cubs are in the World Series that now you have to root for Cleveland. Yes. Because you don't like Cleveland either.
1: No. Who likes Cleveland?
0: The Indians, the Cavaliers, LeBron. I Banks. can
1: guarantee you that the race of people that you would call the Indians do not like Cleveland. Well, not, not,
0: not the indigenous people of Ohio. No, they don't. <laughs> Uh, I'm Chief about LeBron James, who came back to Cleveland. LeBron uh, James, the foreigner likes Cleveland. <laughs> Here's the thing: Drew Carey likes Cleveland.
1: Yeah, great. Drew Carey likes Cleveland. That's why I know that song. By the way, <laughs> right? It's the only reason I've ever heard that song. The only other song I know about Cleveland is that really, really sad one from the beginning of Major League. Which, for the record, ladies and gentlemen, I had fun yesterday. Once the whole thing started acting kind of weird i went online and just started posting pictures of joe boo from major league because
0: but, but joe boo is but he's an actually fun character though
1: joe boo who doesn't love Jobu, boo exactly. up your up your butt joe boo i i wish i had a joe boo in high school <laughs> the so here's the thing with the cubs and everything i I wish, I the, right, real talk, you know, and there is a part of me that wishes I wasn't real so talk. angry. Yeah, real talk. We're going to get some real talk going on. I wish I wasn't this obsessed with the Cubs losing. I wish that I could actually sit there and be happy for friends of mine. But I can't, and I won't. And then some people will say it's a choice. And, I, and I, I'm just, I am honest to how I feel. And how I feel is I hate your stupid team. I hate their colors. I hate everything about them. And I want them to lose. I I don't make any apologies for it because it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter to you what I think. In fact, you should have more fun having people like me around because you should be able to torture us, except when you lose 6-0 in Game 1 of the World Series, especially when, in the last 15 years, the winner of Game 1 of the World Series has gone on to win the World Series. So I'm just saying your chances aren't looking very good right now, but I'll keep quiet about that because I don't want to jinx myself. Yeah, I have to root for Cleveland. I'm not proud of it. I'm not happy about it. They have a racist-ass logo. This little Chief Wahoo. Although, i got to be honest with you, this is where we start getting into the sensitivity stuff, and I don't really care that much about the Indian one way or the other. What I care about is the Cubs losing the World Series. I want that to happen, and I make no apologies for it. And if you're What's a fan, happen? they lost game one. They lose tonight. Ooh, one out of seven that that's got to play. The last 15 World Series, the winner of game one has won. Um, and your point? My point is that, you know, numbers matter. And by the way, I haven't had I haven't had a chance to do this on a show. So let me clear the air a little bit here. I'm gonna unzip my jacket. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have, you want real talk? here. some real fucking talk from a diehard White Sox fan who truly hates the Cubs. Screw you and your stupid little. It's been 71 years since Chicago has had a World Series. This was all over the news for three days. ESPN put a graphic up, a graphic up, that said Chicago has won Ten championships since 1956 to Cleveland's one. There's only one problem with that stat. It's 11, you sons of bitches, because the White Sox won a World Series, too, in 2005. Guess what wasn't on the the graphic? And for the record, that's the sport that you're fucking covering. And you didn't get it right.
0: Are you sure they just weren't counting the Sox and not the Cubs?
1: AJ, they put a graphic up. The following teams have won championships in Chicago since 1956. Six Bulls, three Blackhawks, one Bears, and that was it. Now that comes out to ten. So they forgot one. They forgot that the White Sox won in 05. Whoever was working at the staff at ESPN should be fired for that because that's the kind of thing. I was talking to my roommate about it who's a diehard Cubs fan, and the point that we I made to him was, look, if you're going to be an intern or PA at ESPN, you should probably be able to name the last 10 championship winners in every major sport. Yeah. <sighs> AJ, or
0: maybe the White Sox are not that relevant.
1: Oh god damn it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm dealing with. This You is... do
0: you do realize this though. Uh... If the Cubs win, uh... you know who, you know who will be the next team in Chicago that has the longest um, drought of a championship.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'll be the Bears. Exactly. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you trying to say that we should feel good about the Bears right now? Yeah. Hey, have you Have you watched the Bears? I'm, I'm. No. That's why I don't watch the Bears, because they, they do poorly. Uh, poorly? Poorly. Poorly is an understatement, my friend. That's why I watch the Packers. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. <laughs> Why do I work with you again?
0: Like, give me a reason. Um, we'll set the record straight. You're the one who invited me. Yeah, to and, I don't pay, and I don't pay you. It wasn't like saying, hey, Nick, I need this. Can you do me a solid? It was like, hey, buddy, I'm doing this thing. How about you come on over and we'll make some magic going on here. So it's all on you.
1: Yeah, and everything was magical until this. Until this horrible <laughs> thing started. N- now I wish I was paying you just so I could fire you. Well, I know my address. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, agent just got the pink slip. God damn it. You're fire. I would fire you like that.
0: That's okay. Then I'll make like the ECW of podcasting just to spite you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like podcasting, but with barbed wire. Exactly. Jesus Christ!
0: And then I come back, and they'll be like ECW. I'm like, all right,
1: hey, all right. So here's the question: Did you watch when they won and they went to the World Series? Were you watching that night? Last night, or when they beat the Dodgers? When they beat the, the Dodgers? Yes. What were your feelings like? And and honestly, I'm not. At, this is now us doing real stuff. I'm not trying to be a dick. Honestly, tell me how great that felt.
0: It was exciting um, that they're now in the World Series, and it was. It was kind of nice. You know, I'm not a diehard Cubs fan, um, but seeing a team, it it was the same feeling I got when I saw the Red Sox going to the World Series. Um, Like, oh, great. Now they're actually beating said curse. They are, you know, a different team now. And that's what I kind of get from the Cubs is that this is a different team because I've seen previous Cubs teams before and – and I said then that people who play on the Cubs are only on the Cubs so they can improve their own performance so they can be traded to the Rangers, the A's, somewhere other than say in
1: Chicago. Well, there's always been the joke that if you're not a member of the New York Yankees, all you're trying to do is become a member of the New York Yankees. Right. Um going through that night though were you around anybody who was just a super diehard cup fan that No I was just watching it here in my room Oh nice Well that was good I ended I up I want to be in a bar where did you read about
0: bars in Chicago charging you, covers
1: Yeah I heard that Well I look if you're going to do it this is the week to do it The one that gets me the most about it though is you you I really hope Chicago has learned their lesson from the last hawks stanley cup and now the and, uh, lcs would you please close down clark just close it <laughs> right <laughs> like why are you trying to put up barricades and keep clark open right <laughs> it, 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 it's it's it defies logic just close the damn street and, and close it early you know what people will deal they'll understand it's a hell of a lot better than whatever the hell because the problem is is that once people start going over the barricades the cops now have to arrest them so you've now created a confrontational environment with the Chicago Police Department and a bunch of drunk white kids from the suburbs, which for the record is who's out on Clark at that point. Uh, I had a friend who lived in that area when the Cubs were good in 03. And literally they were just like, No, if you live here, you don't want anything to do with any of this. And it's 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 insane. And then they they people were going nuts. They got the cover charges at the bars. The one that I'm I'm really Interested in talking about as far as like people reacting to all this stuff and people going to the bars is if you were a bar owner in Wrigleyville right now, not only should you be car- charging a cover charge, hell, I'd almost be selling tickets because it's it's so th- you so you're actually advocating for bars like Cubby Bear to charge a cover. Advocating? Do I like it? No, I understand it. There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. That's what that's what I'm asking because I, I feel by them
0: doing this kind of like makes me not want to go in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because you're going to make money up in bar sales alone. Why charge a cover on top
1: of bar sales? I, I Listen, is it a money-grabbing screen are Absolutely correct. It's just, from my perspective, if somebody does sales tax for a lot of bars, I can simply tell you that yeah. if, if, if you have the opportunity to ramp up your – because here's the thing about cover charges – let me tell you what a bar doesn't pay tax on. It's cover charges because that's cash only and it's unreported mm-hmm. income. Exactly. I, I guarantee you that none of that money is going to get reported to the IRS. So, not. so absolutely they do it. And honestly, look, so I worked at Chasers, which is a bar in Niles for three years, three and a half years when I was younger. And they used to do the wrestling pay-per-views and they would do boxing pay-per-views and they had to charge a cover. And at first, people really react negatively to it until you sit there and you watch and you go, okay. but here's the thing. When it's an event like this, there is no guarantee that somebody in your bar is going to eat or drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have to order right. one drink, maybe two, to, st- to stay in it. But you're not necessarily going to make a lot of money off people who are there to watch an event. I- I'm one of those people. If I go to a bar with my friends to watch a sporting event, I might have one beer, maybe two, at the bar. I don't really drink at bars that much anymore. So I get it because they're just trying to cover their base. Now, you're charging $250 cover charge? That's a little extreme. <laughs> right. But... If you can get it, why wouldn't you? I, I, I am speaking strictly from the owner, the perspective of the owner of the bar. Why would you not do that if you can get away with it? That's my point. I, I just got
0: was bad. I mean, I wasn't surprised. You're getting douche chills. What? Deuce chills. Yeah. That. That, well, not only that. But it's like the cubby bear. I mean, here's what kills me: like the cubby bear. Cubby bear was like. A punk venue you know it was like not the greatest place to go to at one time and a lot of people did not like going to the cubby bear but because wrigleyville has been gentrified over the years and now a cubby bear is like the place to go to um and now they're charging like a hundred dollars cover it's like for what so you can just watch the cubs i mean i might as well spend a hundred dollars on alcohol alone and put it in my place
1: well, there, I mean, yeah, but that's that's a, look, that's the argument for going to a, not going to a bar for any event, really, if you think about it. right? Exactly. So if you just want to stay home and drink, then stay home and drink. That's fine. People are going out like this, AJ, because they want to be part of the experience. You know, that. It's no different I than know. when people go out for the Cubs thing. You're just mad because in your listen, you're a social justice warrior. You are a leftist extremist and you just don't want people to be charged money that they shouldn't be charged. Yeah, especially music. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, it's just, it, it, there's, look, as I said, I completely, oh, God damn it. Um, I just got a message so i was supposed to hang out with some friends of mine tonight and do, like, Halloween stuff, and because the stupid game is on, I now have to watch the fucking game. I'm oh, going no. to a party on Saturday, by the way, and I was so happy the Indians won last night, mainly because there's no chance of game four being the deciding game. Because the last thing I want to do is be at a party when the Cubs win the whole thing. If that were to happen, I might kill friends of mine. Or kill myself. I'm not really sure which.
0: I mean, again, I'm kind of worried about you because... People should be worried. You, I talk you, say, st- these, you say these things. And as I am kind of glad to see how the, the results are seen with the Cubs and everything and looking, looking, I'm very interested in what that eventual win would look like. But in the back of my head, every time I think about that win, I also think about, do I need to be by Nick's side?
1: You'd be surprised the number of people who say that until they're with me, and then they're like, oh, no, you're a miserable bastard right now. We don't want to be anywhere near you. Really, what you should do is be in the same location as me, but nowhere near me. Does that make sense? Like we should be at the same yeah, house. And you should occasionally walk past to make sure I'm still alive, but probably don't talk to me. I am legitimately angry about this, and it makes no sense. I had a 45-minute conversation with my grandmother yesterday with both of us going off on how much we hate all of you. And this is my 80-year-old grandmother who's just like, no, I hate them. I hate all of them. She goes, I hate my friends now because they're all talking to me about how much they want to go home and watch the game. And she's like, I And to my grandma's credit, this is not a line. She's not making this up. She watches every single White Sox game, every single one, all the way through the year, no matter how bad they are. Okay? I don't even do that. She does that. So when she tells me that she gets really annoyed at her friends who are suddenly all diehard Cub fans, and she's like, name me the starting rotation, and they can't. Tell me who plays first, and they can't. She gets legitimately angry. And I think rightfully so, because that's the thing I think that annoys me the most about the Cub thing. Look, I have my friend Mike. Mike is... A true Cub fan. Like, I I cannot take anything away from him. Like, he and I fight about it all the time, but I will give him all the props in the world. He legitimately loves the Cubs. My roommate, Pat, loves the Cubs. Most of the people who I talk to nowadays who are all suddenly diehard Cubs fans have not watched a... I would argue have probably never, ever watched a full nine innings of baseball from start to end and only watched the game. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, yeah, they've been at the ballpark, but to actually watch the thing from beginning to end absolutely not if you ask them the count in any situation or what inning we're in or what out and if they can't see the scoreboard they can't tell you so i get annoyed with that i wish that i didn't i wish that i could actually like just relax and enjoy this for other people but for whatever reason my brain won't let me do that so i have decided to become the darth vader of chicago baseball and i will force choke your ass She's like I got stone cold at the end of that. I managed to combine two. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I will store. yeah, whatever. All right. But that's what's going on with the Cubs, ladies and gentlemen. The Chicago Cubs get ready to play Game 2 tonight as we record this podcast. It will be uh, Arietta on the mound for the Cubs, and he hasn't been pitching great. And then you'll go to, even I've got to admit, probably the best pitcher on the Cubs rotation right now which in the postseason, which is Kyle Hendricks for Game 3. So you figure Cubs will definitely win Game 3. Game 2 is up in the air. Go to Game 4. Um, it's, it, it's just... It's it's an entertaining thing. I wish Joe Buck wasn't calling the series. I don't really like him very much. How do you feel about that? Are you when you?
0: See, he, I was going to ask you. I'm surprised you're not such Joe Buck because he has the Cubs more than you do. Yeah, but here... he doesn't call, call good plays. I mean, there was one play that the Cubs very well, and I he, he literally said was
1: nice and then he moved on my roommate was losing his mind with it too he was saying that he he gets so sick of joe buck and his biased stuff but here's the i'll ask you the same question i asked him do you think he's conscious of it
0: i mean nick he went two minutes
1: silence when they won that was on purpose no that's not that's not uncommon people do that all the time
0: No, there was other people talking. I mean, I even switched it over to Pete Rose and Frank Thomas on 18, and they were talking about it. And Joe Buck was somewhere else that I was watching, and he was just silent.
1: Okay, but do you think that he consciously knows that he like, do you think he goes, okay, here's a chance for me to screw the Cubs, or do you think it's just so ingrained from him for being in St. Louis that he does it subconsciously? I think he just does it subconsciously. I think it's a little bit of both. I think there's times that he is unconscious of
0: what he's doing, but I think there are moments that he is conscious of what he is doing. Like certain plays that he's very conscious of, you know, not giving them the, the rightly celebration. Others is his MO as, you know, a career Cardinals broadcaster, and now he's doing this.
1: I just I, I I think my thing with Joe Buck is I I personally I don't like him because I I've never thought he was a great announcer. I think he lays out too much, um, which is the thing that you're talking about the two minute thing. I mean I get it. Other people have done it where he just wanted to. Let, I mean I would have done it too. Like you you you're a broadcaster now. Think about in the you're in that situation. The Cubs have just won the whole thing, and, or won the pennant. And the crowd is so loud. Like, the way I look at it is, Jr. not making is going. You know, the Austin era has begun, and they're not saying anything for forty seconds because the crowd is going ape shit, and you want the crowd's reaction on it. Plus, they were singing "Go Cubs, Go," which they wanted to let people hear. You know, I I I have I don't have a problem with that. My problem with Joe Buck is that I feel that he's uninformed a lot of the times that he comes in out of town. Stupid. Do you know that phrase? Yeah. All right. For those of you who don't know, out-of-town stupid means that if you're a national broadcaster or journalist and you come into a local thing like a guy who does national baseball coming in to cover the Cubs, you're going off of all of the articles that you read, but you don't have the day-to-day experience of what's right. going on. It's like people who were covering the Bulls in the 90s referring to Michael Jordan as like this unbeatable god and you know he was so talented and all this stuff but the local journalists are like yeah but you have no idea how hard he works to get there and the narrative that you're pretending presenting of him being this god-given gift and not acknowledging the fact that he was in the gym for 18 hours in the last two days working on a uh, you know a jump shot means that you're out of town stupid, that you don't necessarily know what's going on. It's the same thing as going Chris Sale is the best pitcher in baseball in the American League, unless you're a White Sox fan, and you go, well, yeah, but, you know, he pitches from the stretch. If, if the minute he's got a run on him, he can't throw to save his life, and it's just that kind of shit that people, you know, don't understand. But I just, I, I think Joe Buck is out of town stupid. i tell you what I do love. Have you been listening to his color guy, John Smoltz? Yeah. He's great. I like John. I like John. He's really breaking down what's going on pitch by pitch very well. Well, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean he's John one Smalls. of the better pitchers I've ever seen. Yeah. And then I love that they, they brought up that uh the last time the Indians were in the World Series, it was like the beginning of the game John Swans goes, Yeah, I remember that one. He was like my he goes, I it was the last time I was in Cleveland pitching, it didn't go very well. He goes, one and a half innings with five runs. He goes, That was my World Series experience. Right? Which I thought was great. It's, it, look, it's, it's a cool moment for the city. I just happen to be possibly one of three people who is actively rooting against the Cubs. And I understand that that makes me crazy. And I don't care. And again, you know, suicide is painless. So you still worried? Yes. I would be. You know. It's all right. I bought a Ouija board, and I'm going to try to put a curse on the Cubs.
0: Just uh, get your cubby blue shirt on.
1: No, why? Whoa! I don't even wear blue in general because of that. Funny. All right, before we get off the Cubs and move on to the other clusterfuck that is going on in my life, which is the president 2016. No, I'd rather talk about this than that. Okay, but I wanted to tell
0: because this is a little bit more entertaining than this. The other.
1: Well, the other one, listen, this ends at most with a, a loss of a sports team. The other one ends with the loss of all life on Earth. So it's really just a question of where...
0: important to you, though. Well... A win for the Cubs mean a loss
1: for civility. No. It, see, this is the thing. I don't think it means a loss of civility. I'm not worried about the city burning. I don't care about any of that. All I want is the Cubs to lose because I don't want to get the phone calls from people rubbing it in my face. See, here's my other worry. Oh, God. Cubs win...
0: Yeah. City.
1: City is
0: imploding. There's people in the streets breaking shit, right? Um, The second Chicago fire happens, all is burnt down, and here's you be like,
1: see, this is why I don't like the cut. No, I would literally be wearing, like, those goggles that Tank Girl wore, (laughs) and I would be sitting up on top of the burning embers that were Wrigley Field with a smile on my face. Going, it's gone, it's no, gone. That's the
0: thing and Wrigley Field still stands.
1: Oh, believe the me,
0: Misky is burnt down.
1: Believe me, my friend, that if everything else is burning, a large man wearing a Chicago White Sox T-shirt will ensure, ensure, ensure the burning of Wrigley Field. Oh yes, to the ground. Watch it burn to the ground. All of it, it to the ground.
0: It would be glorious.
1: It would. Watch that red sign fall to the ground. There was a there was a show on TV not too long ago called Revolution, and it was really bad. It was on NBC, but it was about what would happen if all the power went out simultaneously. Oh, I love that stuff. It was okay. It, it kind of fell apart as the show went on. But the one thing I liked about it was they just kept showing, like, what Chicago would be like without power, yes. and it's like the Ivy from Wrigley had, like, overtaken the whole stadium. And I was just like, "That's hilarious!" Like it just, it just kept growing and growing and growing, which I loved because, like, it, it's just one of those things. Like, okay, without electricity, would Wrigley Field really fall into that state of disrepair, or would not the people left in the city, like you know, there'd be at least one like ninety-year-old dude who goes out there every day with hedge clippers, you know, or or with uh, with the the big scissor things. I forget what they're called, hedge clippers, and cut like the ivy properly. Hell, there'd still be little league. Right. But before I go, here's, here's the thing you were saying, put on the cubby blue. Funny story about my other set of grandparents on my dad's side. Uh, my grandfather loved a soccer team called Olympiakos, which their colors are red and white. Their arch rival is a team called Patanai Kos, which is a, di- you know, a different team. Their color is green. As long as I he was alive. If you showed up to a family function, he was at in a green shirt. He would literally spit on you. you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> he would either spit on you or spit on the ground in front of you. and would go, ugh, green. And he would spit. He hated them that much. I get it from both sides of my grandparents. It's genetic. It's genetic. That's my point. So go Cleveland. Go oh, Cleveland. I like Jesus, but he do me hit curveball. I pray to Joe Boutou to come. Make bats not afraid uh i popped him i popped him folks all right let's uh we're about halfway through this thing aj let's let's dive into the the quagmire that is the 2016 presidential fuckery fuckaroo i don't know uh unending quagmire of death from which none of us will ever escape i it's time to talk donald trump so no. oh, oh Okay, but Donald, I'd really like to be able to. No. Sh- I really feel that if you just let me finish the sentence. No. Maybe you'd finally be able to learn oh. something. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Uh, is that what debating him is like? God, how does she not just start screaming? Um. Um, <laughs> all right. So we are, uh, it's Wednesday, so we are ten, uh, we are 13 days out from, you know, the possible end of mankind as we all know it, and the... Popular opinion right now seems to be from every major political website, every major political news source, that Hillary Clinton has a very comfortable, very favorable lead over Donald Trump in a majority of the battleground states. And it's looking more and more like Donald Trump is going to lose this election, not by a little, but by a lot. However, a new poll was released today by CNN, putting Florida back in Donald Trump's column, which is not surprising. Texas, it was announced earlier in the week Uh, has a possibility of flipping Democrat for the first time since, I think, 1972. So there's a lot of possibilities, a lot of craziness going on in this election. But realistically, AJ, it all comes down to this. Do you think at this point that Donald Trump even really wants to win? Because it's looking more and more like he's just using this as an infomercial for the last two weeks of his campaign. What you just
0: mentioned was all false. That's all false information. You, You went to the wrong websites. Oh, I'm sorry. Where, where should I have gone? You need to go to Trump dot org. All the information is there because they're winning. <laughs> I don't know what polls that you're looking at because they are wrong.
1: Did you didn't even think of that? Did you remember? We're that? winning. We're winning, Nick. <laughs> Could you imagine being Kellyanne Conway right now? Like I want to know
0: what. How I want to know how much she makes. I, I really want to know how much she makes because if she's
1: Getting paid six figures to be a mouthpiece, I'll do that. Well, and that's literally, I, I mean, I just, you gotta you got <laughs> love, you, what you've gotta love about more than anything else with her is just that every day she's gotta come out and go, no, he didn't say that. No, he didn't. And then they're like, well, no, we have footage of it. That's not what he meant. You know, it's, it's, it's just the whole thing is crazy. So, I
0: mean, I mean, I wish I was in mainstream media because I wanna be that person who actually has like an actual document. <laughs> and show in front of her. It's like this is his signature. That's not right. But it's right here. <laughs> it's this is his paper. No, you can smell it. It's it, it's tis. That's not right. That's not his smell. I know how he smells.
1: I just i i, I the more I keep watching this, the more you keep going on. I, I will say this: it does feel like it. It hit a fever pitch with that videotape, and then the accusers. Because since that has happened, realistically, there hasn't been any major bomb sell- shells in his deal. I mean, yeah, there was the whole thing about him not accepting the election results, but I think a majority of the, I want to actually – let me talk to you about that because we haven't really had a chance to talk about this since the third debate. Donald Trump said during the debate that he will keep us in suspense as to whether or not he'll accept the election results, right? right. And then he doubled down on it the next day where he gave the whole, I will accept the results of the election if I win, right? Like trying right. to be cute or funny or whatever the hell you want to call exactly. what he was doing there. Here's my question to you, though. Were you shocked that, that, that Donald Trump said he wouldn't accept the results if he lost? Like was that shocking? Yeah, that this is my thing. I'm going to tell you that there is. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be one of my analogies that take a while. You know, I I love doing these. (laughs) So stick with me for a second. We're taking the scenic route to what you. We're taking the scenic route. Here's the deal. So when you watch the NFL on Sundays, you'll hear a lot of insider information oh well so-and-so you know practice this week on a left thumb and, and and nobody knows exactly what's going on and then there'll be a 45 minute discussion about whoever's thumb and then we'll have a whole kind of thing and at the end of the day it sounds really interesting i imagine to the people who are covering that story but to the majority of people watching they don't care and here's what i think has happened a lot with this election and i think it happens a lot with politics in general the reporters think that this is important the people involved in the campaigns think this is important i would argue that a majority of people don't give a shit and don't think that donald trump was ever going to accept the loss at all i don't think it really ever had any merit i I think do you understand what i'm trying to say that this happens a lot with the news lately where the story is interesting to them it's like when you get a movie that's about making movies that is so clearly up its own ass because it's made by people in Hollywood about Hollywood, therefore it's interesting, and you're like, no, it's interesting to you, but to majority of people, we don't give a shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
0: so like in, like in mainstream media, they try to make things a thing, and they try to make other aspects of the politics and campaigns you know what is interesting, but it's not. I mean, there's some things that are interesting. But unless you understand politics, and unless you understand campaigns, then it's interesting to some people. But That's a very, very small pool. But when you try to make it more general for people, I think that will be a little bit more easier on the ear and easier for people to understand what's going on, especially in this election.
1: Yeah. Well, folks, normally we would go a little bit longer, but right now we're having some technical, technical difficulties. Uh, for those of you who are – Listening at this point, it's, you know, it's Wednesday and the weather's really bad and we use a certain cable company's internet that is not reliable when there's weather. So, uh, in the interest of making sure that you guys don't suffer any more garbled communications from the other side of the universe, uh, we're going to end the show today and we'll probably do another one in a couple of days, kind of re... Adjust to where we're at, but we wanted to get on the air and talk about the Cubs a little bit more about what the election is going on, and then we'll get into this topic a little bit more. And then next week, uh, we may have a big announcement for you, but we're also going to get into the week before uh, the or the Show before the election. Uh, we're going to break down a couple different races here in the state. We're going to focus on a congressional race, a couple judicial races, just lower ballot ticket stuff to give you an idea of what you're voting for there. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for downloading our show today. AJ, thank you for doing the intro. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Chicago Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter, Chi-Town Podcast 1. You can email us on Gmail, Chicago Podcast Network at gmail.com. All of those wonderful ways for you to get in touch with us. AJ, say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry for cutting it short, but we're about to lose power and internet and all sorts of wonderful things that allow us to be able to do this for you. So we'll be back later in the week with a much longer episode having to do with Donald Trump's refusal to accept election results, local races, and updates on hopefully the Cleveland Indians winning the World Series. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, we out! Go Cubs! 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You have been listening to the Chicago Podcast Network.